0: You have found the season debut of the Behind the Lines podcast. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Steven Andrus, managing editor at thelines.com. Join each and every week throughout the NFL season on this show by the sportsbook trading manager at BetMGM, Christian Cipollini. If you've been watching us in past seasons, you know he is a wealth of information. Christian, how are you? It's great to have you back.
1: Excited to be back. Yeah, football right here on the corner.
0: I love it, man. I love it. On on this show, we're going to go through the odds at BetMGM for every single game of the week one schedule. We're also going to have Christian share with us what the biggest liabilities are in terms of Super Bowl futures at BetMGM, as well as which teams have taken the most money to win the Super Bowl At the start of the season, obviously that may change as the year goes on. That market is open constantly, but going into the season, we'll take a look at that. But we will continue now with week one, Christian. And let's start with the Thursday night kickoff. The Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs banner night in Arrowhead.
1: Yeah, it should be a good one for the opening night. Uh, The Chiefs and the Lions Chiefs are six and a half point favorites currently. Totals 54 and a half. That has bumped around around that seven back and forth. But right now, holding strong at six and a half.
0: You know, one thing I just want to note about this game, I have not bet it at this point, um, but it's interesting to me that it is the biggest total on the board going into this week. The one thing I'm going to be looking at most for Kansas City and whether or not, you know, they're going to become a dynasty, be the first team since Tom Brady's Patriots to win back-to-back Super Bowls. They have two new tackles, left and right tackle are completely new for this team, still have a total of 54 and a half, the biggest on the board in week one. But we saw if Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a strong offensive line against a tough pass rush, he crumbled in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the other thing I'll note here is that, you know, Christian, you could probably speak to this. People love betting on the Chiefs like it's it's often one way action on Patrick Mahomes, which has led to the Chiefs not having a winning record against the spread at home in each of the past three seasons. I think a lot of that is just how popular of a bet they are with the public.
1: Yeah, yeah. similar to how overs are always shaded more to the over side because the public side will take more bets. A similar thing happens with the Chiefs. We'll take more Chiefs bets. So typically the value will be on whoever the Chiefs are playing just because we will tend to shade a little bit more towards the Chiefs.
0: I'll say this too. It's, it's not as if blindly fading the Chiefs has been extremely popular. It's been around 500, but... The notion that the Chiefs are so good that they're going to be profitable covering the spread if you just bet them every week has not been the case even when they're playing at Arrowhead over the past three years. So just keep that in mind. You have to handicap each game as they go along. All right, Christian, let's move ahead here to the early window. I'm it just popped into my head. The NFL red zones back this week. Oh my God. I am so <laughs> excited. We are, we are back. Christian. Yes. We are eight, so back <laughs> eight games,
1: eight games, Sunday, one o'clock right there. Less cannot than wait for,
0: for Scott Hansen to pull up the Octo box and, and tell us eight hours of commercial free football starts right now, but let's run through those odds for the early window on Sunday.
1: Panthers at Falcons. Falcons are three and a half point favorites at home. That totals 39 and a half. Bengals at the Browns in an Ohio matchup, Bengals are two and a half point favorites on the road, totals 47 and a half. Jaguars at the Colts, Jaguars are four and a half point favorites on the road here with a 45 point total. Bucks, Vikings, Vikings are six point favorites with a 45 and a half point total. Titans at Saints, Saints are three point favorites here at home, 40, 41 point total. 49ers at the Steelers. 49ers are two and a half point favorites here on the road with a 41 point total. Also, Cardinals. Commanders. Commanders are seven point favorites at home with a 38 point total. And last of the one o'clocks, Texans. Ravens. Ravens are ten point favorites, and that totals 43 and a half.
0: Are the Cardinals tanking, Christian? <laughs> it
1: seems like it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not saying it, but I just have to note that you know. Our staff at the lines each week puts together our power rankings, and that process is not based on who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. Each week, we do our power rankings based on who we would have favored on a neutral field um, from one to 32. And I do not have the Washington Commanders (laughs) as a top 20 team at this point going into the season. And yet they are still somehow a touchdown favorite over the Cardinals. And I'm not saying that's a bad line. I just need to note right off the bat how putridly low Arizona is rated in the market by not only you as a trading team at BetMGM, but also the bettors who have moved this line from six to seven since it opened. I mean, this has got to be a historically low rating for a football team in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so for sure. Like you said, the Commanders are not expected to be a very good team. Um, there's definitely some people that like them as more of a surprise team, but yeah, a, a bad team being seven-point favorites is 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 stunning. I mean, a lot of it plays into the, the fact that the Cardinals quarterback, for one, we don't even really know who it is, but two, it's either Josh Dobbs, who just got on the team a few weeks ago, or it's a rookie, Clayton Toon. So. And then on top of that, they have a lot of roster issues Going from there. So even even if we were sure that quarterback was Kyler Murray, it wouldn't uh wouldn't help too much. They just have a pretty bad roster all around.
0: A team with a win total of six and a half is a seven point favorite over a team with a win <laughs> total of four and a half. I mean that's yeah. just I've never seen it. It's just <laughs> We are in uncharted territory here with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> you, you said you said
1: before about the uh, the Chiefs and and they always take more bets. I have a feeling as we get deeper and deeper into this season, it will be the opposite with the Cardinals because my guess as this season goes is we are going to struggle to write bets on that team all year.
0: I'm kind of curious if they're going to have a spread all year with a with less than a touchdown. I mean, I guess against the Rams, but other than the Rams. I'm I'm very curious how many times they are going to be a double digit dog yeah. this season, um, which the Texans are to start the year against Baltimore and that new look offense. That's, that's certainly interesting. Um, I will mention that I did put in a bet early this week on Carolina plus three and a half uh, against Atlanta. There's been a ton of market respect on Atlanta and futures going into the season. I just don't, think that necessarily translates to winning by more than a field goal often with how slow art smith runs his tempo they are among the bottom teams in the league last year in pace desmond ritter to me maybe a bottom five quarterback i need to see it first so just the style of play and the quality of quarterback to me i'm willing to pay to see if this new look falcons team can start winning by margin even though we are looking at new head coach New defensive coordinator, rookie quarterback. Total's 39 and a half, and I'm getting more than a field goal. So I'm going to pay to see if the Falcons can win by margin there. That is an early week bet for me. All right, Christian, let's move on to the late window here. And, uh, and let's get things started here with an NFC North rivalry.
1: Yeah, Packers-Bears. Bears, Bears one-point favorites here at home with a 43-point total. Then we have Raiders Broncos. Broncos are three and a half point favorites with a forty-four point total. Eagles, Patriots, Eagles are four point favorites on the road with a forty-five point total. Dolphins at Chargers, Chargers are three point favorites at home with a fifty-one point total. And last of the four o'clocks, Rams at Seahawks, where the Seahawks are five and a half point favorites, and the total's forty six.
0: Packers plus 500 to win the NFC North was one of the, the bets I made at the beginning of the off season. Um, I think that this division is wide open. And again, I'm willing to pay to see if the team that had the number one pick and the worst record in the NFL last year. Now I know they traded the pick, but it, they had it and they decided that they were going to get some picks for it, but they were the worst team in the league last year with a putrid defense. They've spent some money on defense. I still think there are huge red flags around Justin Fields as a passer of the football. Great runner of the football. But I'm, I still think there's... Um, I think the jury's still out big time on whether Justin Fields can be a competent passer in the NFL. So the fact that we are immediately making them a favorite over Green Bay... You know, you take home field advantage away here. You still have maybe Green Bay as the same rating as the Bears, maybe slightly better than the Bears. Um, I just I'm higher on Green Bay. I'm not as concerned about Jordan Love. I think the rest of the roster around him is really strong. So, I'm whether you want to take the plus one or if you want to just take money line on Green Bay, I think both of those are, are solid for week one. Again, paying to see if a team with a lot of hype who was bad last year, can actually make that leap to start the season. Um, that's that's kind of my angle there. And again, if you want to know when I'm locking in these bets, go to the lines.com, top right-hand corner, hit the Discord button, and you can get staff bets throughout the NFL season, not only from me but from the rest of our staff. Go to the roll server, hit the emojis, and you're going to get push notifications to your Discord app whenever anybody on our staff locks in an NFL bet. Packers money line was another one of my week one bets. All right, Christian, let's look at uh, the primetime window here, both Sunday night and Monday night football.
1: Sunday night, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys are three point favorites on the road with a 46 and a half point total and Monday night football bills at the Jets where the bills are two and a half point favorites on the road here and a 46 and a half point total.
0: Notable, at least, that as we record around lunchtime, Eastern time on Tuesday, you guys have the best price on Dallas for those that may want to back the Cowboys. Um, You're not going to get better than minus 3, minus 115 across sportsbooks right now than what BetMGM is offering. Uh, I did bet that, and I am pretty high on the Cowboys as a regular season team. Um, I'm skeptical about what their ceiling might be in the playoffs if they face an Eagles or a 49ers with Mike McCarthy calling the plays, but this roster is stacked and I'm curious, Christian, just, you know, off the top of your head, are we looking at a Cowboys team that is around the same power rating? You know, if you were to do the same exercise where you put teams one to 32 um, and, and uh, based on who you would have favored on a neutral field, I assume the Cowboys are again, a top three team in the NFC for you guys.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of that just speaks to the the level of competition that is in the NFC. Um, But yeah, as you said, their roster is stacked. You can have all the questions you want about their previous history. and, And Dak had a lot of interception issues last year, but but the roster as a whole, very good defense, explosive offense. Uh, they sh- they should be favored in, in a lot of games this season, judging by their schedule for one. And then, yeah, the conference is still pretty weak, 49ers and Eagles. And outside of that, yeah, it's it's Cowboys probably the, the very clear number three.
0: Last question for you before we move on to Super Bowl futures. This Monday night game with Buffalo at the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers' first game for the JETS. Just what's your opinion of the Jets? You know, they they had a strong defense last year. They um, obviously try to upgrade big time going from whatever they're trotting out last year. With Zach Wilson and Mike White uh, to go to Aaron Rodgers. Are you just personally as high on the Jets as it seems a lot of the, the market was with with slashing their Super Bowl odds when Rodgers arrived?
1: Yeah. I mean, the talk around them last season was really just that they were a quarterback away. It seemed that they had the defense, they had a lot of good weapons on offense, and that the quarterback was the one glaring issue that they had. So, in general, obviously, they've now fixed that. Darren Rodgers obviously solves that problem, but... Their issue for the Super Bowl will be just their conference and that they have to go through all these big teams to get there. Week to week, they should still be considered a, a top 10 team in the league, just judging by what, we had, what we've what we seen from last season and then the, the addition of Aaron Rodgers. Um Kind of t- similar to what you've been saying before, how you're willing to pay to see if some of these things are really the way they are. Week one is still a lot of unknowns. No one has seen what this team actually is, and some of it is a bit of a guessing game on just trying to see where we can plug that in. There might be times where we look back at week seven and say, "How the how the hell was this team a <laughs> you know a two point dog?" Or-, or it might go the opposite way. We might think it, you know, how are they a t- <laughs> how are they a two point dog? But uh, so we'll see what changes come. Uh, as it as it goes, and we'll see what this game actually looks like. For now, expected to be pretty good.
0: And for the novice betters out there, just so we kind of do a little bit of translation on these odds. For all the hype of the Jets, the fact that they're two and a half point dogs mm-hmm. at home against Buffalo means they would be how many points below Buffalo in a neutral field? Those yeah, they
1: probably be they probably be about five and a half point dogs right now. At that point, yeah, a little maybe a little bit less.
0: Yeah, just in that dead window area between four and a half and six, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's probably where it would go right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's, it's important for everybody to realize that, you know, all the, all the Jets hype and the Bills are still significantly rated higher than them going into the season. Yeah. Maybe you don't agree with that, but that's, that's the reality, right, right Christian?
1: Yeah, yeah, week one. I mean, there might be times where if you might be able to just see something that isn't that, you know, we can't really see or that we haven't seen yet. And if you're sitting there going, This jet seems gonna be really good, well, you got you got two and a half points at home here, so you're in a good spot. Um, but yeah, it's it's still unknown.
0: my biggest piece of advice for people out there for week one is that, you know, keep in mind that these lines have been up for a very long time at yes. this point. And that any potential for a line being incorrect is very low at this point because the professional bettors have had plenty of time to bet into these numbers. So really, really what you should be doing is trying to figure out if you have an opinion of a team that you feel is vastly different than what the market thinks. Because that's going to happen in week one from time to time. And if you're right, then you're going to get a really good price on that team in week one. Now, if you're wrong, you know, that's that's the game. But, you know, for me, I try to find a couple of teams that I am higher on than the rest of the market going into week one and try to exercise that opinion. The Packers over the Bears was a a great example of that for me. Uh, Plus money on the money line for that was solid for me. And again, I think, you know, I'm, I'm lower on the Jets than than most people going into the season. So I'm happy to take the bills at less than a field goal here, even though they're on the road. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place. Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. to make you a better sports better. Okay, Christian, finally, as we wrap up, let's take a look at Super Bowl futures going into the season. No surprise that the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorites. Um, we'll kind of run down the board here before you let us know what teams have taken the most money and, and what your biggest liability is at BetMGM. Uh, but as far as the Super Bowl odds going into the season, the Kansas City Chiefs, Again, favorite at 6 to 1, the Eagles, the second choice at 8 to 1, Buffalo Bills, the third choice at 9 to 1, followed by San Francisco at 10 to 1, Bengals at 11 to 1, Cowboys at 15 to 1, and then the Ravens and the Jets at 18 to 1, everybody else longer than 20 to 1 odds. So, with that in mind, Christian, what teams have taken the most money at this point?
1: So those top three teams right now are our most bet on by, by a decent chunk. Uh, our most bet on is the Bills, followed by the Eagles, and then very closely followed by the Chiefs. So those were the – around early in the season, those were the top three teams from last year, and they've opened the odds top three this year, and they're a big three in
0: betting. In your experience, how much do you think the Bills is just a product of New York having legal betting and it being a, a huge market in the country at this point?
1: Yeah, it, it it plays a, a role for sure. Um, but we did see this last year. So it was similar last year. Bills were one of our, our biggest bet teams. Uh, same with the Chiefs. So a lot of times the favorites are always going to take more bets. And then, yeah, when it is in a state that we're live in, that's going to you know lead to it too. We're also live in Kansas. So I'm sure there's plenty of Chiefs betters there, live in Pennsylvania, plenty of Eagles fans that, that want to back their home team. So, yeah, it definitely plays. But, you know, a lot of it's just also that they're one of the favorites
0: but as we know most bet teams doesn't necessarily equate to biggest liability because those odds of the most bet teams tend to be among the favorites and the longer the odds you get the more it's going to hurt the book if that team hoist the Lombardi trophies so uh the other way to phrase this is which teams are Christian and his colleagues rooting <laughs> against the most going into this season your biggest liability to win the Super Bowl Christian
1: Yeah who were sweating this year yeah we got a, we got two two that were sweating uh well maybe not so much sweating on this first one but uh for a long shot team with our most liability is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers at 66 to 1 right now uh wow. not as high in our most bet but of these really really long shot teams they have you know a, almost double the amount of bets that you know other 66 to 1 teams have.
0: I I can't say that it's I mean I it's a fair price I would say uh because yeah. in doing our power rankings again to start the season most of us had Pittsburgh as an above average team. Some of us had them, you know, in the top 15, um, you know, in that 12 13 range. So elite defense ascending quarterback, perhaps plenty of good weapons around him. Um, and I think a a handful of pretty intelligent people think that the Bengals aren't an unbeatable team, uh, evidenced by them almost losing a playoff game to the Ravens when Lamar Jackson wasn't even on the field. So, um, we'll see. I mean, I think, I think the Bengals in most years have a great ceiling, high ceiling, but also a, you know, a floor where they, they could get in trouble if that O line is an issue again. So, yeah. Um, you know, just just what are your observations of these liabilities that you have, Christian?
1: Yeah, for I mean this this one in general, we're really not sweating the Steelers mostly just because the AFC is such a juggernaut. They definitely yeah. could be a team that could surprise and and have a good season, but uh, I mean we got a long way till the Super Bowl, and I think we'll at this point the book will be okay. We're, we're okay to sweat this one out for sure. Um, But I guess that'd be the angle there is you know this this is a team that they think could surprise some people, but definitely a tough division.
0: I love it, fantastic insight, as always. I'm excited for another season um, you know what what is you know just closing thought here, Christian, one thing that you have an opinion on of this n f l season uh that you wanna share with the people, whether it's a team or a player, just something you feel strongly about,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm very strong about at least when you're talking about the Super Bowl odds, like I think picking an n f c team that you like to go to the Super Bowl is is a good one for a long shot so our our second biggest liability is actually the Detroit Lions Um, They're one of those teams on the outs looking in. I'd imagine a lot of that liability for one is just you know we have a big presence in Michigan for sure, and the people want to back Detroit. But I'd imagine the other side of that angle is there's not really that many good teams in the NFC. So if you see a team like Detroit that you think is explosive and they you know they're going to put it together this year and able to go on a run, well they're really only going to have to beat you know maybe maybe just one of the Eagles or the 49ers or the Cowboys. You know those are going to be teams that you'll be able to sneak through and beat them. Uh, or at least have a, a, a good chance to beat them. You only have to beat those two as opposed to having to beat Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. I keep naming people. It's a lot harder on that side than the other side. So that's that's where I'm at this year. I know the Saints have like an incredibly easy schedule. I don't personally think that they'll go be going to the Super Bowl, but another team right there that that is uh, probably going to be there in the NFC come the playoffs.
0: I think it's great advice for sure. Um, I agree that the Saints probably make the playoffs based on the schedule, if not them, the Falcons. But it doesn't mean that I think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I agree with you there. But the point about the AFC being so loaded and trying to target maybe an NFC team is, is well put. Because I will tell everybody that in my first run of my power rankings this year, among the top 10 teams, I only had three NFC teams. So it's it's a lot more wide open potentially there especially if one of those teams suffers an injury like the eagles um it just opens it up for everybody so love it cannot wait for the opening kickoff between the chiefs and the lions cannot wait for the octobox on sunday i know all of you can't wait as well thank you for watching for christian cipollini i'm steven andres we'll see you next week here on behind the lines